The military is starting to realize that fast-rising budgets may not go on forever. After three years of increases and a likely fourth for 2020, the Air Force is betting 2021 will be the last big jump. Air Force Chief of Staff General David Goldfein says more money will go to building a digital Air Force. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni is here with the latest. And where is the money coming from, and why does the military think budget increases are going to go flat in the first place, Scott? Right. Well, there's a couple of assumptions that you're expecting from from them saying this, right? So the first is that uh, they're going to be getting uh, a 2021 budget that's going to be increasing. And that also assumes that uh, DOD is going to be asking for an increase in 2021. So, uh, you know, that's going to be coming from Congress and from a Congress who will will be still at this point, uh, the Republican Senate and and Democratic House, so uh, one that is at least fairly friendly to uh, defense increases. The second uh, that will be coming from is that the the uh, Air Force went through something called night court, which is something that the Army has already gone through, where they go through every single one of their legacy systems, say we need this for 2030 to 2038. And if they do, they keep it. If they don't, then they look at how they can accelerate its retirement get rid of it and take that money and put it somewhere else. So far, they've found $30 billion they could use for that. And they're planning on reinvesting that into what they call the digital air force. And what is the digital air force and what does the money actually go to to build a digital air force? Yeah, right. Well, the digital air force is sort of a part of, of this new 21st century uh, military. And that's a uh, military is something that was laid out within the national defense strategy from uh, secretary, uh, former secretary of defense, uh, James, James Mattis. But what it is, is, is building a base for things like digital architecture, for AI, for machine learning, for cloud. And what that takes is actually building the, the infrastructure that you need for it. So that means finding the right manpower, uh, having chief data officers that can can look into these things and know how to harness data. It means having the right kind of IT and updating that IT, uh, everything that you can possibly think of to really make sure that, that things are interconnected and work together seamlessly. I guess it's also tying together the data from operations and from maintenance and from the supply chain so that they can have a better insight into the operational needs of their planes and so that they can anticipate needs and get on top of readiness issues before they develop. That kind of thing, too, is part of digital, correct? Yeah, definitely. And and I think that this even goes one step lower than that in making sure that they have the right kind of uh, standardization of data and metadata to be able to do those types of things like predictive maintenance, like taking in large swaths of data from sensors on planes and actually condensing that. Because if you're, everyone's not speaking the same language and having a certain standardized uh, um, workplace and, and language that they're talking, how, how is that really going to work? The second thing is uh, outside of that, when it comes to investing, if you don't have a generalized cloud that you can use to share data, if you don't have the right kind of IT system, if you're everyone's stovepiped in all these kind of different areas, that's that's your other problem. So the Air Force is trying to break all those down, including inter-military uh, service issues. We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. And we should also point out here with respect to a digital Air Force, they have been increasing the numbers of airmen that are doing software coding and reversing a policy of years back where they wanted contractors to do all the coding. 
Yeah, and and not only are they doing that, so you know they have these things, these these uh, shops called Kessel Run, which are just pure software shops. Not only are they doing that, but they have now recently changed their promotion system so that uh, people that work within areas that they feel are really important, like nuclear areas or within the the cyber areas, can promote faster. They have different requirements that they need to follow because they realize that not everyone within cyber needs to know how to you know carry a gun 37 different ways or you know whatever the requirement is you know needs to be deployed in certain areas uh, and rather you know can go to MIT for three years and and learn something or go work at Google for two years and still stay on that prom- track for promotion instead of getting separated from the military and somehow the idea of unmanned aircraft and greater use of drones and so on seems to play into this digital air force Right. Well, I mean, you know, that's part of the the whole AI and machine learning that they're going to be going through and and part of the investment that they're going to be making that Goldfein said over the next five years is there's going to be $9 billion they're going to be uh, putting into digital architecture. Secondly, there's going to be $9 billion in defensive and offensive space capabilities, and then another $3 billion in logistics because they're assuming they're no longer going to have unfettered access to where they want to go. So they're looking for new ways for, for the flow of troops and equipment. So, you know, when you're talking about drones and, and you know, unmanned uh, aircraft, that's exactly where that's going to be going because those satellites are going to be talking to those drones and saying this is where the uh, you know the enemy is. The logistics of things, the drones are going to be able to go into areas that uh, humans are not able to go in, these anti-access area denial areas. And then the digital architecture is what keeps everything all interconnected so that whoever's manning that pilot uh, in, in the you know more literal sense or less literal sense um, can can still see the the videos can still talk to the, the drone and make sure it's not interrupted. And also the idea of going digital at this point with money they expect in 20 and 21, it seems to presume that they've gotten some of the readiness issues that they complained about in earlier years where half the planes couldn't fly at a given time and so on. Those, they're a little bit past now so that they can devote more money to the next wave of the future. Right. Well, you know, that's that's exactly right. And part of that is the DODIG recently, the inspector general recently came out with a top 10 management issues. They took off the readiness issue from their top 10 management issues and put other things on in its place. And that's because readiness is starting to be shored up. And General Goldfein, he sort of laid out a a timeline of how these uh, issues sort of, uh, you know, went away and new ones came up. So he was saying in 2017 and 2018, they were sort of stopping the bleeding with readiness and and changing from a terrorism sort of focus to the Chinese and, and Russian focus. Then in 2020 and 2019, they started looking into how they're going to work the NDS, the National Defense Strategy, and make sure that it is uh, staying part of their their whole uh, you know strategy at this point and and investing in things like research and drones and hypersonics and all that kind of stuff the new things and the new weapons that are going to be used in future wars. Anything else we need to know about the digital strategy? Right. Well, I mean, this is something that the Air Force hasn't been taking lightly. They've been looking into this for quite a while, and they came out in August with a digital strategy, which it thinks will unfetter it from sort of that industrialized way of thinking. What it does is it fields 21st century IT infrastructure, uses data for artificial intelligence, and it reforms its business practices for the improved effectiveness and efficiency of of the Air Force. So this is something they've been planning on doing, and that strategy sets it up for what General Goldfein says they're going to be investing in in 2021. 
Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. <laughs> 